And I truly believe that when you change your energy, you change your life. Maybe you heard people say this before, but it's true. You just have this superpower. It's like playing a video game and you're, you're full energy. You can just move through things so much more efficiently. Hold your station, this education is relevant. The motivation through conversation is evident. We're talking spiritual body, mind development. This is the manhood experiment. The manhood experiment. The manhood. What's up? Welcome back to the manhood experiment. It's your boy Jay Dragon here with T-Rex and Big Dreams. Today our topic is energy management. And we're talking about energy management over time management, how to get the most out of your time and what are the investments that you can make for more energy. And we're going to cover some factors that you probably are not thinking of. Before we get into this new energy, this big daddy energy, let's do a little round table and see what's going on with the fellas here. T-Rex, what's going on? I am good. My energy is good. I would say the last week and a half, I was a little bit recovering from something. And I do see the value of energy and good energy leads to great productivity. So I'm excited about this topic. Beautiful. Dreams, what's happening? What's good in your life? Big dreams in the house. Watch your mouth. <laughs> How you doing, Jay? Big daddy, That's Jay. Right. Man, I'm good, brother. I'm enjoying family life, enjoying fatherhood. I'm always scoping for new opportunities. So my energy gets just hype. It's like you're going through the new dad energy. As I prepare for this little one to be here, told y'all we having a boy, February 14th, love yeah, day. Boy. As I'm preparing for this energy, it's just got me moving. You know how they, they call it the nesting period. So my energy is like, I'm up. It wasn't two weeks ago. I needed to do some things to get myself in check. And then now that I'm kind of finally getting myself there, oh man, I'm hyped. So I'm ready, man. How you feeling with this new dad energy? What's your energy level like, That's Jay? Right. Girl dad's over here. Um, you know, it's that, that, that big daddy energy. It's a real thing. You know, the anticipation of it, it was hard to imagine what it was going to be like. It's a whole, there's a lot of love in the house. It certainly has presented a whole lot of new scenarios. Like just number one is just priorities and being hyper-focused on making sure that I'm keeping my little baby alive and thriving, making sure mama gets Mm. time to rest it was a challenge. I mean, there's, there's no doubt. I think people know the cliche thing that you're going to be sleep deprived a little bit. Um, I feel like we're adapting. We're thankful for a baby that is healthy, happy, and doesn't fuss too much. You were still yes, early sir. in this. So we're, you know, we're almost two weeks. It was two weeks ago today that the water nice. broke in pliables as mama was getting a side bowl and little baby decided to show up right on time a little bit earlier than we expected. But uh, we've been feeling great. We feel super blessed. We've had family here to help out and share some more of that love. So it ties into this topic. It makes me be able to relate more to the clients that I've worked with as far as managing energy and time. Because I think we've, we see all kinds of things online, mm-hmm. you know, hustle more and start a business and go after this fitness challenge. And then some people are realistically like, I just don't have that time. And then the way that they manage time, some people Mm. are going about it all wrong with saving that little sliver of time at the end of the day to work on themselves. And that's all they're left to really invest as far as time goes. And they're selling themselves short. You know, it's hard to get much out of that. And so that's why I want to talk about energy today. And I want to ask a question first and just put it out there. I'm going to preface this, right? You know, talking about what the definition of energy is. You know, energy is the capacity for work or vigorous activity. Think vigor, power. 
Think of energy like gasoline that your car needs to be able to move, to go fast, to get you from point A to point B, you know, and drive things forward. So the question for you, the listener, is what are you currently trying to do or where are you trying to go? And what would you do with more energy? Would problems seem a lot more Mm -hmm. achievable or doable? Would obstacles seem smaller? And that's something to think about because there's another reserve of energy that's available. You can think of yourself if we converted you over to a hybrid style type of a vehicle, the vehicle that you are, if we converted that, you can still have that Hemi power if you want, but imagine just being hybrid and working off of like a plugged in source of energy rather than like a battery that is just on a a short supply. So I'm going to tell a little, a quick story. Maybe you guys have heard this story before. There was a man in the woods, maybe he was in Oregon and he was sawing down a tree. And another man walked by and he said, hey, hey, buddy, what you doing there? You know, you might be, there might be a better way to go about that. And the guy's like, you know, I don't have time to stop or talk. I'm, I got to cut this tree down. And the guy that was walking by said, you know, it looks like your, your blade on there is a little bit dull and you could be cutting that tree down a little bit more efficient and effective if you sharpened the saw. And the guy said, nah, I just, I just, I just don't have time. You know, I got I to get this tree sawed down. And I think we can all see the point that we're trying to make here, you know, sometimes we're using the wrong tool. Sometimes we are trying to do something with low bandwidth or we're trying to do too much when we can reframe how we're going about it, how our energy reserves are and what to do about it. And so what I want to talk about today is how do we maximize that personal energy, you know, to create more fuel momentum. Sometimes it's reducing or managing stress a little bit better. Sometimes it's learning how to reprioritize the task which you're doing so that you're setting yourself up with momentum and not just doing the things that feel good right away. I certainly have put myself in situations where I've been out of bandwidth by trying to take on just the wrong priorities. And what I've realized over time and working with clients and setting them up with some of these exercises I'll talk about with taking inventory of your energy is I've learned these high energy habits that have become my new normal so that I can operate with higher energy. And this is something that I have written down. It's a quote that I read from a book years ago, and I've just, I reviewed it so much. I've written it down on my journal. But the most important metric to track when it comes to anything is your personal energy. So we have to approach the problem of multiple priorities by focusing on just one main metric, and that's your energy. I make choices that maximize my personal energy because that makes it easier to manage all of the other priorities. Maximizing my personal energy means eating right, exercising, avoiding unnecessary stress, getting enough sleep, quality sleep, not just, you know, you know, quantity sometimes isn't always available to us, but it also means having something in my life that makes me excited to wake up, like things that I'm chasing that I can use as a tailwind. And I truly believe that when you change your energy, you change your life. You maybe heard people say this before, but it's true. You just have this superpower. It's like playing a video game and you're, you're full energy. You can just move through things so much more efficiently. And the counter of that is when our energy is low, small actions can literally seem paralyzing. You know, and so that's if we're not taking care of our health, we're not getting good quality sleep. We're just, we have too much stress in our life. Maybe it's the people that we're choosing to be around. Like that drains our energy and you're not going to be that productive if you're not taking responsibility. And that's the truth is we really do have to take responsibility for, you know, our energy. So your Personal energy, the big first point we're starting with is taking inventory of 
your rest and energy reserve, like maximizing what you can do. We talk about the fundamentals and making them sexy again. Yeah, we're talking about them again. And that's your mindset, your point of view, your perspective on things. And I've done this before. I've overcommitted to things, said yes to too much, and that was leaking my bandwidth, and then show up feeling obligated rather than wanting to be there, and my energy is drained. That could be events or you know helping out, and I'm not proud of that. Not taking care of nu- nutrition. Over time, I've, I've journaled. You know, when I eat these foods, how do these foods make me feel? Lack of movement and just feeling stagnant. All those different things are where we want to start with taking inventory. And we want to think of how we can look into new investments about how we're using our energy. So the next point is when you wake up in the morning, it's when you're going to have the most energy. It's just a fact. Like it varies. Some days you wake up with more energy. Some days you you feel better. Sometimes you feel like you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. But how we use our energy in the morning, that's when our cortisol is the highest. So cortisol is not necessarily a bad thing all the time. That's that fight or flight that we need to get going. But how you decide to use that energy to invest it in things you know, like that you're making deposits and withdrawals with activity or a mobility routine or a mindfulness routine or in the food that you eat is going to determine what you're going to get at that energy. And so now you guys kind of get that idea. I want to turn it over to, you know, my partners here, Dreams and T-Rex. You know, start you with you, Dreams. Like, What are some investments that you make with the use of your time or maybe investments that you've purchased or just put your time in that have paid you back with more energy? Man, I got a great example for you. So say my younger years, my dog days, you know, I was out, I was investing in friends and hanging out and things like that and promoting parties and learning learning in that field, right? But as I'm older, I'm learning to invest more in my closer friends and relationships, my family, things that I know when I need the energy, I can count on them as a second reserve to say, hey, you got this. Hey, get your get your mind right. Hey, you're better than this. You're stronger than this. Keep going. And that for me, you were talking about that hybrid example. It's kind of like my electric reserve. So after I'm like low on gasoline and low on fuel, I'm like, I'm putting away. Like they got my back. I'm like, babe, I'm not feeling like myself right now. She's like, hey, check your inventory. In a sense, she's not literally saying that, but what you're saying, Jay, is literally check your inventory. She's like, hey, have you slept? Dang, you know what? I I haven't taken any rest. I woke up at 5.30 this morning. I went to sleep at 12. You know, yeah, I can't run off of that. You're right. Well, did you eat? Well, let me cook something for you. You're like, oh, okay. So she's literally helping me with life, with making sure I'm covering these things so I can be my best mm-hmm. me. I can work on these home projects and get the house together to then give her back more energy and peace, which is going to come back to me. So put my energy in the right places has been one of the biggest pieces. And we were talking about planning. Some people, you were talking about that saw, that tree yeah. example really stood out to me where the guy was like, hey man, sharpen your blade. What uh-huh. are you doing? This You could be done with this. And he's like, nah, I just want to use more energy and waste it and try to do it the hard way where there could be an easy and more efficient way to do this. And he's just stubborn, stuck in his ways because probably he didn't use the the axe so many times or used the saw so many times. He's like, well, I've been doing this so long and I'm seeing some progress, so it must be mm-hmm. working. You could be doing a lot of flipping and flopping. Um, Denzel Washington says this all the time. You could be doing a lot of swimming and flipping and a lot of movement, but going nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
For one, you might be fighting the current. You're going the opposite way. So you're using too much energy. It doesn't mean you're actually having progress with your yep. energy. It can be wasted Absolutely. energy, such as the guy with the saw example. So me, I sat down last night. I went and used about 15 minutes of my day to just say, you know what? Let me come down with this plan for Saturday. Let me use my energy to organize my day. And then today I'm already feeling more efficient. I woke up, walked the dog, played with the dog, came out there, got breakfast ready for the fam. First person up, smelling the dew, that fresh air, like just energy, abundance of energy because I took time to plan. My mind's not scattered everywhere because usually for me, problem solving takes most of my energy. So the even though I'm good at it, it doesn't mean I want to do it all the time. It can drain you, you know? Oh, absolutely. And solving problems in the right time, like solving problems with the fresh energy, you know, that you have in the morning is a lot different than solving problems when you're tired at the end of the day. So I like that. I like that you take, you know, the responsibility for your environment is going to help lift you up and planning so that you're getting the most out of that time. What about you, T? Yeah, I, I resonate with something that he said earlier, and I, I want to just highlight that so people don't miss it. It's taking responsibility for your energy. A lot of times we mm. blame our work. We blame what's going on in the news for giving us stress. We blame our spouses or other people, though, you know, just like, oh, this person is just draining my energy or, you know, I just feel tired. I'm not getting time because I'll be working and those things you just made a really good point just like you have to take responsibility because it's you controlling your energy your day-to-day -day activities so i really resonate with that and for me planning weekly every sunday just planning what do i need to focus on who i need to connect with and down to my meals also i i love to plan my meals i mean it's a little bit maybe feel too much for people but you have your meals prepped for the week you don't have to worry about Oh, where my next meal is coming from. And then when you're hungry, you're ordering fast food or ordering on DoorDash to fill it because you have food that's ready, good energy food. And I know you'll get in detail with that. But those are two things that are mm -hmm. big for me. I like it. And I, I love it. And I want to quickly add to that is, you know, prepare your exhausted self. I talk a lot about this energy thing because I'm passionate about it. And I feel like I manufacture a lot of the energy. We've talked about that before. But we're a power plant in how we decide to take care of ourselves. And we have to, we, we think of our future self as like some superhero, like, oh, I'll just take care of it later. And all those things add up. But when we can have a plan, like, oh, I got that taken care of. When I get home, I got a couple of quick meals I can throw together. And it's so much different when those meals, you take pride in them and you know they're going to nourish you. And there's a time to have that cheap meal and enjoy yourself. Don't get me wrong. But it shows up. Like I know without a doubt, if I have a couple crappy meals the day before, I'm going to wake up feeling sluggish the next day compared to feeling good. And we talk about this, how a lot of people are just kind of walking around in a minor hangover from the type of fuel that they put in their body. Before we continue, we need your help. We'd like to reach more like-minded people just like you and share our knowledge on personal growth, health, and success. So can you do us a favor and in your podcast app, hit the subscribe button give us a five-star review and leave us an encouraging comment. Do it right now while you listen to this episode. That will help us know you're listening and that you care. And that little action will help us reach more folks. Now back to our show. And I want this to be really easy for people to grasp. 
I'm talking about really small actions here that we can take inventory of, you know, things like prioritizing your sleep so that you're not running at 50%. We got a newborn, so we're waking up every three hours, but I'm making sure that, you know, I'm getting the most sleep that I can fall asleep in between then. I'm not adding on extra stressors that I know are going to drain me throughout the day. If I get a chance to do a yoga nidra session or take a little nap in the middle of the day, I'm doing those things because I don't want to over do all the stressors. And I still have deadlines with work and business right now, but I'm learning to manage those the most I can. Like last night, we started a movie, Ambulance Thriller, had my heart pumping. And we were like an hour into it and we decided to turn it off because we both thought like we're going to be drained if we stay up. The baby's sleeping right now. (laughs) And it was a win-win. Now we got something else to look forward to, but like that was an easy decision. The other one, choosing nourishing food instead of depleting food. We have to get aware with this. And this is where we might have to do a little bit of journaling. But just think, the favorite places you go, how do you really feel an hour after you eat that food? You know, 10 minutes after, you feel great. You feel mm. satisfied. But how do you feel an hour after, two hours after? Taking 10 minutes in the morning for quiet time to rehearse the day so the day shows up the way that you desire it to, if that makes sense. So if, if I had 10 minutes in the morning, this is like the sharpening the saw thing. I could just do something that feels good and you know, make some coffee and hang out or whatever. Or I can get my journal in front of me and put the higher priorities that are aligned with my vision. T-Rex talks about this a lot. And I can just say, like, are these the tasks that I'm going to be putting my time towards? That's the bandwidth of energy thing. And if mm. I can do the big things to move my projects forward, to more likely I'm going to feel good and not have that little monkey on my back that like, oh, I should have got this done. I've created some momentum. Another thing is we talk about positive and negative thinking. There's some reality here. This isn't just woo-woo speaking. Whether you think positive thinking Mm. works or not, negative thinking does work. Let's think about that. If we're negative Mm. and we're worrying and we're dwelling on things, we're in this very restrictive point of view, the way that we're looking, and it's less likely that we're going to have that expanded view for possibilities. So I want to give you guys a visual. Imagine a spiral as an arrow going up and an arrow going down. And on that spiral going up, it's a beautiful, bright prism colors of purples and greens and blues. And on the lower one, you got some darker colors, maybe some reds and whatnot. But going up is things like belief and optimism and happiness, empowerment, freedom, joy, love, passion, enthusiasm, hopefulness. And the one on on the downside, that down arrow is things like frustration and impatience and worry and anger and doubt and irritation and pessimism. Those are all things that everybody Mm -hmm. experiences. And I'm not saying that we have to ignore reality of negative things that happen in our life. But if you can look at what you're dealing with, with a frame that's more on that upper arrow to lift you up, gratitude always brings you up, like with optimism and hopefulness, you now have a new perspective and a lens at which you're looking at what your next action step should be. So if I was just dwelling on things like, oh, I didn't get that much sleep. I don't feel good. I'm not going to come into that next action step with that much energy compared to if I'm looking at all the positives and how good things actually are, the resources that I have in front of me. So the mindset thing is huge for you to be able to make Mm -hmm. the right next action step that you have. It's going to put you in a spot to create some momentum. We talk about that, but momentum is real. And sometimes we need to move. And that's the other thing I I had highlighted that I wanted to talk about. Sometimes we need to hit pause, take a nap. Sometimes we need to ask for help. 
sometimes we actually need to physically move and create some momentum, especially if we've been stagnant for a long period of time. Um, sometimes we do need to look for mm. some energy, but we don't want to focus on this energy deficit all the time of like, oh, we need coffee and we need stimulants. Those things can help jumpstart you, but they also can drain you on the other end. So it's good to look at intrinsic energy and internalizing, and you do that more with nourishment. Nourishment it fuels you for the long term and it doesn't drop down. Whereas energy from caffeine, I use caffeine, coffee, yerba mate, tea, but you got to think of caffeine as like credit. You're going to pay it back if you're not getting enough rest. You cannot replace caffeine and stimulants with sleep. The tax man's going to come and he's going to charge a fee on your money too. <laughs> all right. So I wanted to, you know, those are a few of the habits I talked about. I want to kick it back over to the fellas. What are some high energy habits that you have? It could be sleep habits that you have. It could be food habit rituals. You know, T-Rex talked a little bit on the food thing. But I'm going to kick it back over to you, Dreams. Man, you just kind of reminded me when you're saying invest in time. You know, my my world is the money world, right? So I'm always thinking of investments. You have different types of investments, you know, bonds, stocks, you have mutual funds. So you have different things to where one of these is going to be a short-term investment. The other can be a long-term investment of residual energy. And the things that come to mind is when I'm resting, it feels like more of a short-term investment because, I mean, you have to do that, but that energy may not last as long. And it's the easier thing to do, right? It's like seeing a stock in technology. All right. You see the volatility is short-term. I'm going to get in and get out if you're a trader, right? But then you have things that are more like bonds. This may be something to where I may not just be able to have a return on this time so quickly. So I need to know that I'm going to invest. And for me, that kind of connects with like exercise because that's the more tedious thing. I have to think about that a little bit more. I have to plan a little bit more for this to make sure like I don't need this time for something else. So I want to get the most out of this workout to where I'm not distracted when I'm in this workout. Is baby good? Okay, dog good. Nobody's going to be bothering me. I can truly focus. And that gives me the biggest return on my energy because I know after that, you know, I'm, I'm 30 plus now. So I got to look at things like my knees, glucosamine, joints. I need to make sure I'm doing this properly so I'm not overexerting myself, but also doing what I can to get the best bang for my buck. Mm -hmm. I love money analogies. It just really reminded me of like investment. That really stuck with me. Investment of time, investment of energy. And how can I get the best return mm -hmm. on that? The harder it seems like the thing is to do, the greater the return in energy. The easier it seems like the thing to do, the shorter return in energy. I just kind of connected that dot. I dig it. I like it a lot. Uh, T, what about you? What you feeling on that? So I like what Jay said in terms of the mindset piece and framing things. And I'm big on framing things. And what that means is a good analogy is if... It, like if you have a 35 millimeter lens and you look through that camera lens, and if you have a 80 millimeter lens and you look through that, what you see is the same thing. What you see doesn't change, but how you see it mm. is very different, right? That influences our mindset. It's how we frame things in our minds. So we could be in traffic and we could be stressed out, or we could listen to audiobooks and nurture our mind in traffic. And framing things differently in situations could easily influence our energy and our behaviors throughout the day. So I'm always trying to check myself 
where could I see something where I could look where I'm looking at something negatively. And this is what Jay was talking about. Whether you think positive mindset works, negative mindset is always working against you. So, but how could I see mm-hmm. something and then reframe it that it could make me not drain me, not stress me out, add a little bit more positivity. And Jay always talks about challenges. When you look at your workouts, treat it as challenges. He always has this positive mindset. So mm-hmm. he doesn't look at working out as, as stressful or, oh, I have to do this. And it's like, it's a challenge. So I love that. It's my take. Yeah, Jay's always talking about them ohms. Uh, obstacles make me uh, stronger, right? There you go. Oh, come on, it's, the daddy guns. <laughs> it's facts. It's you know, it's the truth. And at times in the situations, it can feel like you got an uphill battle with whatever the challenge is that's right in front of you. And when you feel tired, you know, we've talked about this before. Like tired makes cowards of us all. It's a quote, but you got to think that when you're tired, you just you're fooling yourself. Everything just looks like it's a problem and it's it's tough. And so let's talk about some actual tactical action steps that we can really do. Cause it's not just about, like I said, going to Starbucks and getting another double shot espresso and keep going. I'm big on knowing that I want to get good quality sleep. So I cut caffeine unless it's just absolutely imperative. Like I'm not drinking caffeine after lunch, you know? So after like or your second meal of the day, like noon or one, mm-hmm. like there's no more caffeine. I can have some B vitamins. I can make sure that I'm hydrated, but let's create an awareness of what we're taking inventory of that drains your energy, you know? So chronic nutrient and caloric deficit. It's a fact. I say chronic because it's continuous. Like you can go a few days without eating very much and you'll be fine. But if on a regular basis, you're not eating enough to fuel your actions, you're going to be drained. And this is for you out there who are always trying to be really lean. I made that mistake. I always wanted to have a six pack. So like there's a a lot of times where I was underfueled, my hormones suffered, my energy suffered. Next one, really obvious, but just distractions. You know, when you have too many distractions trying to accomplish too much, that's the bandwidth thing. Resisting temptation. If you have too many things in front of you, like that's going to drain your energy. Thinking about fear. Like if you're coping with fear on a regular basis, we have to probably learn how to address that. Otherwise, it's going to drain your energy. Suppressing emotions. That's going to drain your energy. Doing things that you don't enjoy. And sometimes that's just the mindset. Like you feeling obligated because you overcommitted because you're a people pleaser. It's going to drain your energy. Lack of mm. oxygen, if you're not breathing properly, is not going to, you know, it's going to drain your energy. Processed foods, coming back to that again, there's no doubt that these foods are extra stress on our body and digestive system. So, overly processed foods, like we all eat processed foods. That's how it's, they're convenient. But when we eat overly processed foods with a lot of sugars, our blood sugar is going to spike because when we eat that sugar, then that elevated spike is going to give us energy and then it's going to crash. And when it does, that's when we have cravings and it affects our mood. Same thing. Those foods are going to drain us, you know, including dehydration and so on. So the food thing, really big that we associate what we eat, foods that are going to energize you versus foods that just feed instant gratification. Because you can learn to have both with a little bit of work. You can learn how to use the right sauces, seasonings, and flavors to enjoy your food. So those are the things that we know are going to drain our energy. Now let's talk about energy elevators, the nutrient nourishment balance. Are you eating appropriate amount of food? So looking up what your resting metabolic rate is. You know, So generally speaking, 12 to 13 times your body weight is roughly the amount of calories. Now your lifestyle factors will influence that. Trying to eat protein about 0.7, one gram per pound of lean body mass, place to start. You know, so if you're 150 pounds, trying to eat around 120, 150 grams of protein, 
is a good starting point. If you're way under that, that's just a sign that you maybe are not getting that efficient you know, amount of nutrients that your body needs. And then just like we talked about doing things that you don't enjoy, do some things that really fill you up. Like you got to plant seeds, even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes here, going on a walk outside, doing a breathing exercise, taking some time to listen to some music, talk to people that lift you up. Like these are all things that can shift your state and your energy. We've talked about that, you know, in the past, but sometimes we just got to move around a little bit to start creating some more circulation of energy. So I think you guys get the idea mm. of what is going to drain our energy and what's going to fuel our energy. So to summarize what we're focusing on taking inventory of, and this is going to be part of the exercise that we leave in with is what are the habits that you're doing? And some of these new habits, that you know, that we talked about today, these were foreign for me at first, they became my new normal. Could they become your new normal? Could drinking, you know, a liter of water before you eat your first meal in the day be a new normal for you? Um, you know, if you're smoking or eating fast food on a you know a regular basis could that be your new normal to have an alternative and so what i want to leave you guys with you know to summarize is take an inventory and that's our mindset did we the fundamentals did we get enough sleep are we giving ourselves an opportunity to get enough sleep because if we feel stuck and we're not super happy with where we are in life with a new surge of energy we could at least look at a creative solution-oriented mindset of how we can improve that. And then our mindset, I've battled with this. Sometimes by default, some people just want to think about the negative thing and the worst thing that can happen. Put yourself around some positive thinking. If you're in some problems or issues, like, you know, ask somebody that seems like they have it figured out just for some inspiration. Remember, nobody has everything figured out, but somebody else has been through the problems and your struggles already. I guarantee that. The nutrition thing, just take inventory. Like, do you think the foods that you're eating are fueling your energy or are they draining your energy? Get some help if you need to from somebody that can help with nutrition and look for patterns. There's a lot of information out there with what's good for fat loss and energy. Like, investigate, look for patterns, try some things on. And then the activity movement thing if you feel like you maybe are stagnant or not moving enough, just going for walks, starting out with mobility, making sure that your body feels good is a good way to make sure that you have the energy to get things done. But we want to find ourselves in more of a positive cycle, making these positive habits that contribute to a better cycle of energy compared to the things that are draining us. Your experiment is creating a narrative of your food choices. We're going to make this really easy. So for your next couple of days, just think about when you're looking at food, just ask yourself, what does this food have to offer me beyond instant gratification? Will this food energize me? Or will it drain me? You know, think of it as a plus one or minus one. And when you add those up at the end of the day, you know, are you in a positive set or are you at a deficit? So that's the experiment. I'm going to turn it back over to T-Rex Dreams. You guys got anything else to say before we send these people out? Man, I do. Big dreams, man. I'm always, I want to start something new with our segments, if you don't mind. I've been learning something new every time we have an episode like myself. So I know the listeners might be picking up something. So maybe me and T can just mention one new thing that we pulled from, you know, the second, the episode that you brought us today, whoever's leading it, because it's your expertise. One, I think it's encouraging to you. And then also it helps us connect with our listeners, let them know we are also learning as we are engaging and hanging out with each other and doing this podcast. So one thing I picked up was the 12 times body weight and calories. I had no idea that that should actually be an intentional goal to make sure I keep my energy up because there's days where I'm not eating enough. And I'm like, 
this is what's making me have cloudy judgment to where I'm such a great problem solver. Typically, why am I not feeling like myself? So that's one thing I pulled. I was like, let me see if I can keep more of a intentional track on this and make sure that I'm checking the calories and putting in my body. And let's do some quick math on that. You know, I'm about 180, 185 pounds. Let's just say 180 times 12, 2,160 calories. Pretty close to that 2,000 average that you see. I'm probably a Mm. little bit larger than the average person. So that makes sense. Now, your lifestyle factors will influence that. That's a good point to start. And I think that that's, I like like that you brought that up. Because to me, that's an obvious thing, but to a lot of people, it's not. What about you, T? Yeah, I think my take, big takeaway is um, it's just a good reminder of, and I said this earlier, you know, just taking responsibility for your energy. It's like looking at things from the perspective of I am responsible. And for example, business, it's sometimes very stressful. It's really energy draining. And for me to just a good reminder, just I am still responsible for my energy, regardless of whatever happens in the business. So that's a great reminder, good takeaway from that. I'm always big on what are the little things that gives us so much more awareness of self. So, yeah. Yeah. And then one more thing to add when it mm. comes to energy, we can't wait for things always to feel right. We talked about this before, but feelings follow actions a lot of times. So that's where maybe it is going to take you creating a little momentum and just getting up and doing those things and the energy will follow. So if we just wait till we feel good to start doing these things, you know, we might wait forever. So, mm. and I'm not trying to make that too complicated, but that's where the, the withdrawals and deposits come from. I know that when I wake up in the morning, do 10 minutes of activity, I'm more likely to win the day. I'm more likely to have some energy. I'm going to make some better habits and decisions. So with all these energy habits that you guys talked about, Try them on. Like try writing things down for 10 minutes in the morning. Try choosing something that you know is going to make you feel better, planning it ahead of time. Remember taking inventory of you know the narrative, the food choices, and the habits that you're doing. I hope this was helpful for you guys. Let us know if you have any questions. And we're all in this together. We're sending you out until next time. Let's go. Hey, what's up? This is Big Dreams. Thank you for checking out today's episode of the manhood experiment if you like today's episode please subscribe and give us five stars not only does your feedback matter but it helps us to connect with others just like you that find value in our weekly episodes so subscribe share and speak with your friends and family about today's episode and most importantly take care of yourself keep growing and join us again on the next episode of the manhood experiment